Hello friends and what is up? I hope you're all having a great week so far. It's only a day away from the Labor Day long weekend. I hope you're all going to get out and enjoy it. And I know if you're involved in baseball, you're more than likely going to be spending it at the ball diving. This week on the podcast, we're going to talk baseball with Steve Shears. Steve is one of the backbones to Delhi Minor Baseball, not to mention one of the coaches of the Delhi Tigers Bantam team that won the town's first Bantam Southern Counties title in 35 years. Steve, it's always great to talk. Really appreciate you joining us. Yeah, no problem. This past weekend, you had a bit of a milestone for Delhi yeah, Minor yeah. Baseball. Well, definitely. For a few decades there, a couple decades, you've... Uh not always fielded a bantam team but uh over the past seven years we've had a group of kids that kind of stuck together core six seven um a couple that bounced back and forth where they've been cut from outside areas um picked up a few kids from walsenham um last year we combined a bantam team with walsenham so we played back and forth there so we had a core group that was uh looking pretty strong um and uh last year uh, five team format not the nicest format to use because usually the top seed gets the bye and then when you get to the end if everyone's tied there's that chance where it's a draw um same as last year this year and uh, we lost out on the draw um but this this team that we've got together they've been uh putting a lot of gray hair on my head and uh Derek crandall's head as well uh, because they've always on the hardest route um, in regards to, you know, like the first couple innings, they seem to have to get warmed up, and then all of a sudden, right at the last minute, they seem to, to come on strong and get their second breath. So so when we lost the first game to Ingersoll Miners, um, they, uh, everyone was pretty down in their mouth. It was a really close game and stuff like that. So when we had to do the draw, it was Caledonia, Ingersoll, and ourselves. Um, um, in, uh, Ingersoll got to buy, so we had to beat Caledonia to, to make it to the final game. And um, the kids were down, um, were down not five nothing in the second inning, and then all of a sudden uh, we got a, a, a boy that's uh, Jaden Davis. I can't speak highly enough of him. Um, he's uh, he's like a spark plug. Um, he was suffering from migraines in the morning and getting sick in the back parking lot and oh, wrapped it up. And then then he said, "I'm going to play whether I'm peeping or not." And uh, I said, "Are you sure?" And he says, "Yeah." He says we can do this guys and uh it was the spark plug and then everybody just stepped up so we knew we were in a good spot um we had only burned one of our pitchers um mm-hmm. on that day so everyone else is ready to pitch and that's something we've really been working on in delhi is is building our strengths and pitching um in preparation for next year when uh pitch mart is introduced by baseball ontario so yeah. um it's going to impact a lot of rural centers that don't have that depth um so we've really focused on that so this group has really really stepped up and they've gelled together and and uh, really focused this year on core positions yeah um they have a core position they have a secondary position so they're always getting stuff sent home in regards to or a link to watch videos in regards to okay you know you're the first baseman you know watch this uh, come back to the practice come back to the game and tell us what what you know you learned type thing because yeah. uh, one of the one of the things you really struggle with is you know in baseball is unlike hockey where you've got six months basically in baseball you've got may end of may in this case because we had to wait so long for field conditions and then you're basically done at the end of august so so to build those skills up um and that tight-knit group of knowing what the play is going to be knowing what your 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 teammates going to do it's 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 tough um but uh, again with having this group um two years ago they had won southern counties we didn't really get too excited about it because we had uh, uh, beat just the ingersoll minor or sorry the ingersoll select team 
Um, and it was just basically we played Walsam and Ingersoll um, the whole season, and it was back and forth. Uh, Walsam wasn't available for the playoffs, and then and we played Ingersoll and, and won the Southern Counties, but we didn't splash it all over the place because it was it was a pretty um, um, pretty unbalanced season, basically with the, the only a couple teams. So, so uh, this year a little bit different story, and with all this comeback kid uh, stuff. The first time in 34 years. Yep, as far as we can tell by the records, um, I'm the secretary of Southern Counties and uh, trying to go back. Uh, Rob Webster was the former president and he's trying to pull some stuff together. So we're hoping that we can uh, come up with something like a Southern Counties type area that we can list and records are kept because that's the problem. Ball fades in and out. Yeah. Um, and, you know, somebody's got a binder, you know, the binder gets misplaced, you know, like this year we didn't even no one no one could track down the bantam southern counties trophy we know there is one we just don't know where it is so you know that and you guys didn't really care at that point no after three back-to-back games uh no they were just happy that they uh they did it so i've never i've never seen such a, a, a strong group of kids that with unique personalities all fed off each other they supported each other and and they were pumped when they won and uh so were the fans and and uh, I can honestly say that I had a tear in my eye because it was, it was a long time coming and, and that's what, you know, like when I got involved with Delhi Baseball, um, I, I, I said that my goal is, is to rebuild, yeah. um, build up the executive so that we have a larger group so it's, it's less bodies because when we first started out it was, uh, you know, four people that were basically the former president um, had put in the paper, like if people, I'm retiring, if yeah. nobody shows up, Delhi Ball is going to fold. So. So I've got a personal connection to Delhi Minor Ball. My grandfather actually played um, back in the 40s and 50s. Um, he was heavily involved um, when Delhi was booming, back when Delhi was winning OBA titles mm-hmm. and, and Southern Counting titles and all that. So it's uh, that's my personal connection to give back. Um, by no means was I, uh, you know, I played fastball when I was a kid. Played 15 years of slow pitch, but you know I've always I've always enjoyed baseball, especially with the younger groups. Mosquito last year, I coached the team. I didn't have a have a bowl, or a player on the team, but that's that's the building year. That's when they learn how to pitch. That's when they learn how to you know aggressively hit. You know, lay down a nice bunt. All just the things. nice details of the game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just building those baseball smarts. And we've got some pretty strong kids uh, that are in the program throughout. Um, we had a, a, a boy, his name's Bryce Lang, and uh, he just went up to the baseball camp there, and Roberto Olimar was calling him his little buddy because he's just <laughs> a firecracker. So, you know, when you've got ambassadors, you know, they don't, the kids aren't considering themselves ambassadors, but they're ambassadors for Delhi Minor Ball. You know, they're, they're, they're showcasing, you know, their love of the sport. And, uh, you know, that's a kid that always shows up to batting practice. That's a kid yeah. that's always on the bench, can I help type thing. But all those kids that we coached in the band, they were the same way. Um, they were always up at the ball diamond. They always had an interest in baseball. And, and it shows. And they stuck with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we do bleed. Uh, as we had talked before, we, we do bleed in regards to other sports. There's a lot of other things that are going on. Um, Demographic-wise, we're pretty solid in Delhi in regards to what we can draw from. But um, again, you're competing like against summer hockey and lacrosse, and you know, yeah. or just vacation. You know, like we live in such an area that, you know, when you're playing ball, you're not doing a lot of fishing. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. You know, those types of things when you've got so many different, not gonna say distractions, but so many different opportunities that you could do in this area locally. So. 
so again, um, I think that you know, the hats off to the the parents, you know, because they're they're strong, you know, they're encouraging their their sons or daughters to to stick with baseball, and I'm glad that this this group has, um, because definitely the town was proud. Like the stands were full, you know, everyone was cheering, they were just up on their feet, and it was uh, it was a really good good game, close game to win, because uh, we were down, you know, we were down five nothing in the second inning, and you know the final score I think was nine six. So it could have gone either way, right to the seventh. So, um, but uh, so they're keen um, to continue on, and that you know, hopefully, what we've been looking at. This is our first year that we've had um, that anyone can recall uh, having a midget rep. Um, you know, back the, the, I, what I can see is yeah. maybe in the '60s we had a midget rep team. So wow, so we we struggled. Um, you know, again, it's a foundation. Fred maybe is the coach of that team, and. And uh, they won a few games, and they lost a lot. But, you know, when Fred and I sat down years ago and, and talked about it, it was, we need to build the foundation. And and how you do that is you slowly build up your capacity and keeping the kids interested. This past year we had, you know, a very successful winter ball program basically from November on in the, in the high school gym. Um, very reasonable in terms of, like, it was 25 bucks a kid type thing. Oh, we're, we're not into it to make money. We're just yeah. trying to keep kids... You know, work on different stuff. Like you're a catcher working on the mechanics of blocking. Well, balls. like you, you know, said, you're, you're, yeah. like you said, you only have a couple of months to, oh, to put it all yeah. together on the on the actual field. So, yeah, playing yeah. winter ball and just getting that gym time is really important, yeah, just yeah, skills wise, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things I've always been disappointed in the school system that you know they're they're so afraid of the kids getting hurt that you know they they can take their glove and they can take a tennis ball maybe depends on the school. But you can't take a bat. You can't play baseball. When when I was going to school at St. Francis in Delhi, like we were, you know, you you'd be running out there for the twenty minute recess to get a few innings in. Like uh, we were like that at St. Bernard's in Waterford. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, and that's and that's one of the things where I think um, has hurt baseball in Canada because those throwing catch or hitting balls or playing 21 like I still remember years and years ago the first uh, my boy Foster when when he played Mosquito you know and we're wrapping up and I'm packing the equipment bag up and they say oh can we you know can we hit the ball I said go play 21 and they're like what's "What's that that?" (laughs) you know like like you assume that kids would know that right so so I remember we got knocked out in a tournament or well Southern County's tournament in Walsingham we got knocked out on the Saturday late afternoon and the kids wanted to stay to watch the game and it started raining, so they grabbed the Walsnam team and played 21, and everyone was like, is Dale High still in this tournament? I said, no, <laughs> they're just having fun. You know, like, and those are the things that I think that really hurt baseball, and and I've, I've tried to reach out to some of the schools um, to say, we've got enough talent here, you know, that, you know, I know the Delhi Public School, the, the uh, Grand Erie does have their little three-pitch tournament, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But I've, re- I've, I've reached out to the high schools before. My cousin, Kenny Jakir, that used to teach up in SCS, they, they had a SCS and an HT team one year and played some ball. But, yeah. uh, you know, Tilsonburg, Tilsonburg went all the way to Ossa this year, yeah. or Glen, Glendale. Yeah. And I've always kind of wondered that, you know, like we've got some pretty big movers and shakers that are involved in baseball that are, you know, in the phys ed departments that, you know, why couldn't we just pull, you know, a team together? But again, there's only so much time. There's only, so much you know, time and so, yeah, so and many all different, different seasons, sports right? Now yeah. with rugby, you know, that's a sport that was never played when I was in high school. You know, it was football, basketball, 
volleyball, you know, those types of things. But yeah. now it's like, you know, they got a golf team, they've got, you know, and that's, <laughs> that's great. But I, I think you could really get a good group of kids together in all the high schools. And I think that it would be one hell of a tournament. No, I agree. Um, so well, I'm not going to give brand, up my yeah. boy. I, I'm not going to give up. My boy just started high school. So, um, <laughs> I'm going to see if we can resurrect something because I know that I've got enough volunteers that would, would step up and, and I've offered to the school, you don't have to worry about equipment because we got lots of equipment because we're not using it in September. Um, you know, like we, we could set you up for it. So it's not going to be cost to the board, but uh, I think that if we could do it, like I'm always looking for things of how do we engage the kids and the parents more so. Um, and that's, yeah. that's why a few years back in Southern counties, um, sitting down with Corey Moulton and, and Jeff Short, we resurrected the all-star program. Yeah. So the first year we had the mosquito all-stars and those kids were just rock stars. Now we didn't fare well because, you know, you're playing the best of the best of the other affiliates. Yeah. Um, but the kids loved it. Like we got, uh, oh, it's a fun weekend a, or a fun oh, day. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 We got invited to go to, um, uh, Labatt Park. Um, the, the coach for the Fanshawe team, Sam Wilson, used to play. Well, Sam Wilson here from Lindock used to play for, for Fanshawe. I never knew that college had baseball teams, but the, it was kind of crappy day. It was raining, so we couldn't go on the field. But he had his whole team there. And, and I said, I really, really appreciate this. Like, they were throwing catch. It's, each of them had signed a ball. And, and I said, I really appreciate that. And he says, the reason I did it is because I want people to know, and maybe some of these kids that are playing catch right now may come join to go to Fanshawe and play baseball well, exactly, for, yeah. for me. You know, their schooling's paid for. They get uh, physio three times a week. They get a tutor paid for. Um, it's just unbelievable. I'm like, holy cow, I never, you know, you hear about Western yeah. and, you know, the university teams. But um, I think that there's there's some great opportunity there. If, if you can get a, a partial scholarship, it's not like the states where you're going to be, you know, pay-to-play pay to type thing and you're going to be, you know, you're, all your schooling's paid for. But any, any little bit helps. And if you love ball, well, Why yeah, not, exactly, you know? and so, be able to get the education to go along with it, you know? Oh, what I mean? definitely, definitely, and you never know, you know, the kid may peak at the right time and somebody's looking at him, and then maybe you do get a scholarship to yeah. go, you know, play play somewhere type thing, and and one one thing leads to another, so so it was, it's kind of cool, so since that, uh, I think it's four years now, so two, three years ago we did, we started with the Peewees as well, so, and then we always do the other, every other year with the summer games with the Bantam, so. Yeah. We had we had one uh, Ty maybe was on the team and and Sean Nelson from Walsingham that was on our our shared uh, Bantam team last year. And those two, those two kids are just rock stars when it comes to to playing ball. Not only baseball smarts, but just all around athletes. So yeah. it was nice to see some kids from um, other centers than the bigger ones like Simcoe or, or Tilsonburg or Ingersoll. Type oh, of thing. course, and, yeah. Yeah, and we're and we're seeing growth in southern counties, which is exciting. Like Caledonia has gone basically from no baseball now to, oh, to very competitive teams, and it's kind of nice because they're you know they're Norfolk's a very small place. So like Ron DeConnick is from Lindock, he's coaching the one team, and Jeff Bear and he's from Delhi, he's coaching the other team. But they moved down there, so yeah. um, good all around. They played ball all their lives and stuff like that. And I talked to him last year. I said, so how's things going? He says, Steve. This is around a conch. He says, I got 12 athletes. None of them can play ball. And I said, that will come. And by the end of the year, they were a force to be reckoned with. So it was just the, the, the physical side of things they had. It was just the mechanics that they had to work on. Yeah. And, you know, they, they, they put the fear of God in us, even this year. <laughs> they, the, they definitely gave us a few scares because they didn't have these kids. They don't know who they are, right? Because they're coming from the Hamilton Little League program. 
and because Caledonia didn't have a program, they're just filtering back because yeah, it's closer to home and their well, friends yeah. are playing and stuff like that. And and uh, they had a pitcher that was a relief pitcher that came out of Little League at Hamilton, and they didn't even know he was a pitcher until the last month of the, uh, the regular season. Also, wow. this kid's pitching, and I'm like, where the hell did you get this kid? Like, he was <laughs> unbelievable. They're going like, he never told us he could pitch, yeah. you know, but... You know, and that's that's again. If if you're starting basically new, those are the those those are the growing pains because you you're not following a kid from rookie up. You well, know, exactly. if you're trying to rebuild a program, and whoever signs up, you're going to be taking them. And if they're athletes, you know, you're going to go that way. But no, I've been uh, in terms of growth. Caledonia definitely is uh, uh, it's a force to be reckoned with. And again, in terms of demographics, they got the kids. Oh heck they yeah! Got huge, huge numbers of kids that they can draw. Just the on, town so. itself is growing leaps and bounds, oh, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah, well, and, yeah. and you know what? And I, I look at it from a Norfolk sense and a local sense. Mm. Uh, Delhi is growing as well. So, oh, and, and yeah. I know yeah. during the election and going door yeah. to door, a yeah. lot of younger families and a lot of people yeah. not from the area are starting yeah. to move here. So yeah. that kind of plays into your hand as well. Yeah, yeah, and it helps because of the fact, like a lot of these guys are girls or women. Sorry. Or the you know they're young families they're working up a Toyota Cami or something like that and Delhi is still a reasonable place to purchase a home mm-hmm. you know we're seeing growth in Waterford uh, yeah. big time so you know again um, I think that's helping I just think that we have to as a whole in Southern counties I think we need to do a, a better job of selling the opportunities working towards you know beyond All Star in terms of uh, possibly having a like a Southern County tournament team or something like that because again you know we struggled to get the 10 kids that we got on our rep team this year like it was touch 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 and go like somebody gets sick or hurt or they're going on vacation we were lucky that we had some pretty strong ap's um one of them actually shocked us lucas wheeler this this past week this weekend i've always said that if a pitcher throws three pitches in an inning he can have a steak dinner <laughs> so i've had kids before say well i don't like steak all hot dogs this is fine i'll, die, I'll buy you three dozen hot dogs <laughs> the steak. but but this the lucas wheeler he's a a band a house league player but he's he's on our ap list so he came up and i said hey we're going to put you in pitching we've been watching a few Derek crandall and i've been showing up to a few house league games and and seeing how you're doing and who you know possibly will take you know as a as a backup player to OBAs and he said oh really I says yeah I said, I'm gonna put you pitches well three pitches he he got the steak dinner so now the <laughs> team doesn't real the, the team doesn't realize is those three pitches basically there's more work on your your on your defense right yeah than the actual pitches but the first game he pitched he pitched three innings and 70 percent of more strikes like that's off the chart that's awesome me. yeah for um, sure so you know it's uh those are the types of things that you know like he he just automatically he earned his spot on that rep team to go to obas like he's that's awesome he's, he's not he's not an ap player any, anymore he is you know he's a bantam rep player he's part of our family um he's deserved to go and his parents say that he's just pumped like just but he worked at it right well so, exactly that's uh, awesome you know yeah, and when you see kids, there's a few kids that stand out in Delhi that when I'm driving up or whatever to check the mound or do some work around the diamond type thing, that you see them throwing the ball in their in their front yard or off a net or bounce yeah. back net or whatever. Those are the kids that really, really want to, you know, they're they're not getting distracted by the Xbox or TV or anything else like that. They're, 
they're enjoying it and yeah. they're doing it without being told. So those are the kids you kind of keep an eye out. You know, okay, that you know that that kid's you know drive by his house. He's the past three nights he's out there throwing back and <laughs> forth with his brother or sister, or mom or dad or whoever. Um, and those are the kids you got to watch for. And hopefully, you know, with what we do is that we open doors for them. Not yeah. not necessarily that they go for scholarship, but just from a recreational standpoint. And I've always said to the to the slow pitch leagues is you know, help us out here because the only growth slow pitch we'll have is if you have kids that are interested in playing baseball. Well, and, not only that, yeah. you have the seniors, yeah. uh, senior teams. Oh, senior, uh, we had, yeah. We had yeah. Shorty yeah. on the podcast a couple of weeks ago talking yeah. senior baseball, and, yeah. And, yeah. and it's growing leaps and bounds as well. And to yeah. have kids yeah. at that age in Bantam... Yeah knowing yeah. that there's something to play in their own hometown yeah. that's yeah. Yeah. that goes a yeah. long way oh definitely and that's you know like friday nights is our senior night you know our Dela team is up and down type thing um but again that was a long-term vision you know is men that basically were playing for it in the beginning but now we've got those kids that are you know like next year we've got four there you know they're going to be 19 so they're yeah. eligible for midget you know well where can we play well, you know, you've got the senior program. Well, can we can we have a junior senior? Like, not a junior junior, but a junior senior. that says, you get enough people. Like, you do yeah. the work, we'll take care of all the paperwork. You know, so that's 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 hopeful because, again, not every kid goes away to school. You yeah. know, like, times, times have changed. You know, like, if you're going for a trade, that doesn't mean that you have to be up and, you know, 12 hours away university type thing you're you're working locally and and going to school a few days a week and stuff like that and if you want to play ball it's a hell of a lot easier to do with a group of friends than you know all of a sudden you move to say pick up and play somewhere else yeah yeah because you're not going to know anyone even if say you went to london and you're like okay well i'm I'm going to fanshawe how how, who are you going to know in the in that baseball loop if say you just want to play recreationally or you know just semi-competitive type thing so exactly so I, th- I think there's there's some growth there I th- one of the things that we do struggle with is is diamond time again balancing that all out um you know the long-term goal i've always said that by the time they uh, you know by the time they take they take care of me when i pass away hopefully that my ashes will be mixed in with the clay and get rid of that damn stone in delhi um uh, we tried to get that uh, and, we tried to get that during the uh the uh uh, election, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's small steps. We got the lights, so that's a big ask. I've got the water pipe, but no water yet. Um, you know, there's little things like the the county has committed that if we provide the help, uh, we've got 20 extra feet of stone, and that only that's only been created because when they groom the diamond, the diamond master pushes stone out, so your infield keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger. So the county's committed that this fall, if I get the volunteers, that we're going to do 10 feet, and then next year we'll do another 10 feet. So it's at least it's a start. Yeah. The big thing is you can't do too much until you know you got reliable water, right? So exactly. you know me me going up and down the arena hill to or the the pool hill to get water out of the pool to water the mound. You know, I get a little exhausted after a few, a few times, so I'll go, I won't be watering sod by hand. But no, that's the goal. And even slow pitch, is, as said, and you know, you've you've played slow pitch, eh? Yeah. 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 So you know, when you're playing on stone, you especially when you're younger. My wife and I played for 15 years. Oh crap! I uh, wore a mouth guard on that diamond. What's that? I wore a oh, mouth yeah, guard no, on that diamond. But, even playing hardball, I wore it. Yeah. If you're sliding, you know, a month later, you're picking gravel out of your legs. So oh, a lot, yes. even I think the the buy-in 
if we have a modified grass infield so that we can still accommodate peewee up. And yeah. Ingersoll's just built a diamond that's just perfect. So you don't have as much grass, but again, if we can modify that, and then, you know, again, if there's just 100 slow pitch players and, you know, we do some fundraising, the, the quote to, from Marco Clay is that it's going to be 45000 to do. That's, that's, not, just, that's not a lot. No, no, not at all. So, like, the bigger project, we thought we thought this, the, that would be a more expensive project. The other project we're looking at is is uh, redoing the canteen, putting in a washroom, everything else like that. And, and you know, because we're, just, we're the only one that has Jimmy John's, for God's sakes. Well, yeah. um, you know, no reliable water and everything else like that. So, you know, we're looking at some stuff like the craft sports uh, grant that's been put out, um, you know, put some netting up. There's the Aviva Insurance uh, Sports Fund where you can prove if, you know, you can uh, lessen injury or damage type thing, a couple thousand bucks you can get a grant for. So Which we're looking around. Right, and, yeah. yeah, we're looking at, it's not going to be done overnight, you know, like like it started out as an oat field. And then once the oats were harvested, they played ball. So, you know, and then they built the fence and then they put, you know, then they put the mound and all those little things took time. It's not going to happen overnight. And, you know, like what I've said is I'm happy just to work behind the scenes, you know, every Wednesday I go up there and I tinker and, you know, again, my health with, with having multiple sclerosis, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent every day, Yeah. but that's something, that's my release to get, um, to do something, to contribute back. And that's what my grandfather always taught me that, you know, home always is a place that you can come back to exactly. it doesn't matter if you see somebody you know you haven't seen somebody for 20 years they come back it's like you just pick up where you left off and you know i'm so lucky that you know i did have a career in in forestry and was able to live and work within my own community um you know i've got all my family both my wife's and my family is in this area with the exception of my sister who decided to go to switzerland but <laughs> i don't blame her after see after being there a few times in terms of their their lifestyle about living to live not the rat race that we live in yeah um but uh no those that's 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 where i've said you know if i go up there like today i went up there and i was going to rake up the mountain and stuff like that and one boy showed up he said oh mom said no no if it's just don't send anything up i says we'll set it up i says and then he has to help me rake and clean up around the diamond that's that's the trade-off well the next thing you know we had like eight kids show up so <laughs> so you know like i say if i'm there and i'm working and no one shows up i get my work done if i'm there and some kids show up that's that's great because those kids are up there to learn so um regan roney we've got him showing up he's former coach uh, Rhett roney yeah. played you know, all over and well, I played for then, the Western Mustangs. Still does. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's that's my distant cousin, and, and my mom skates with them every and the senior skate, and she's been working on them for years to come out, and he's great with the kids. Like he gets the tee out, goes out, they do some ground ball. Oh, he's so knowledgeable. Fielding. Yeah, yeah. So that's the type of thing that if you can get a few people that would, you know, just take a like it's two hours, and then I say, you know, my oldest daughter runs a pool up there. Says go for public swim so we get our keep our numbers up so they don't close the pool um so you know those are the types of things if we can engage those kids and they can get something the parents the parents are going to drop them off where you know you know the kids that live outside of town but i've got so many kids that just walk up like they wheel their bag from the other side of town and there they are you know like they just want to they just want to practice okay what am i doing right what am i doing wrong can you show me how to bunt type thing and all that type of stuff and then and then we sit and have a drink and talk about how the games were the past week and that's that's what i live for that's what i enjoy you know yeah. like at this time of year and and uh, uh because i you know i'm i've 
I'm not the, the physical coach anymore that I used to be in yeah, terms yeah. of running around and all that stuff. So um, it's uh, it, it's really rewarding, and I'm glad that you know I've been able to be supported by so many people in terms of the path that we're going down right now with Delhi Minor Ball. So and it's only going to get better. Well, you know, it, like, it really seems yeah. like your Bantam team is a microcosm of what my uh, what Delhi Minor Baseball is and has been mm-hmm. and yeah. almost will be almost. Oh yeah, 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 and I, and I think that that you're going to see. We've already we've already had some kids that have played for us previously. Um, they did decide not to play this year, um, or in past years they've just fallen off. But they were sitting on the bleachers. You can kind of see in their face that boy, I wish I was out there. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. so they may come back. You know, they may just say, okay, well this hockey thing didn't work for me, or you know whatever, or whatever the lacrosse or anything else like that, like. Again, you know, we've had some kids where we've said, you know, that's it's great that you're doing hockey, but you're a hell of a lot better ball player. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so, and, and sometimes parents don't want to hear that. But, yeah. you know, like, everyone discounts the fact. Every, well, it's in Canada. I never played hockey, you know, being on tobacco farm. We were still, our family shared growth, so we were in the strip room. So yeah. I, I never played hockey. You know, I could hardly skate type thing. My boy has played since he could, he could walk. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, if you can get those kids that uh, can see that multi-sports help, oh, you know what I mean? Like playing multiple sports. You're using different, number one, you're di- everyone keeps saying, well, you're do- using different muscles. I say, that's great, but you're do- using different parts of your brain, too. So That's you know, what it is right and, there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's going to take some time. I, You know, we'll continue the battle and stuff like that. The biggest hurdle that we're going to face, though, is next year is with these, these, this new PitchSmart um, program that's being implemented. And, and we're the last province in Canada to implement it. You know, Newfoundland was the first, and I kind of laughed that, you know, they had probably had a team of 12 kids and another team of 12 moose. Because you know they don't have the, they don't have the type of a lot of they're not all for their baseball type thing but yeah um, so uh, but in the states like that was huge you know there's a lot of signs behind it a lot of kids arms being blown out and you know I as being on Southern counties I go to the annual meeting for OBA and I'm like you know this is this is great and I I hey I I want to protect kids arms well that's as what it's much about. as the next guy but again. Pitch Smart was developed in a system that plays ball 12 months a year. Yeah. Where, you know, like, and they said, well, you know, we could do more damage because they're only pitching three months of the year. And I said, well, it'd be nice when I talk to people that uh, do volunteer work with uh, Delta Waterfowl and talking to counterparts down in North Dakota and stuff like that, I said, that their kids play ball. And I said, well, what did you guys do? Like, it just didn't happen overnight. And they said, no, we sat down and said, we're going to grandfather it. So that we have two years to build up capacity. For again, those, for the, so for those people that don't know, what is it? Well, with PitchSmart, yeah. anyways, it, well, basically, um, when you PitchSmart was developed in terms of uh, um, uh, as a response to a lot of young kids getting Tommy John operations in terms of you know with ligament damage and everything else like that, it, it's nuts. Um, and so what happened was they just started to look at, okay, how much rest do they need to repair and damage and all that stuff. So so right now, if you have a kid, say, that's in um, Mosquito, he's going to pitch 75, he would get that night that he pitched rest, and then the next day, and then he can pitch the third day. So he's basically resting two days. Yeah. With the new pitch smart, what happens is there's more there's more numbers in between 
the the top and the bottom or the halfway in terms of whether you can pitch the next day or not pitch the next day. Basically, that kid, if he went to 75, not only would he be off that night he pitched, but four other nights. So wow. from a tournament, tournament perspective, you know, normally you throw Friday, you know, like your best pitchers if, you know, it's a strong team and yeah. then, okay, if they're going to be down the Saturday, we make it to finals, we throw in the kid in, in on Sunday. Well, even uh, Baseball Ontario is like they've got a committee now that because there has to be two committees, the Pitch Smart Committee and then the Tournament Committee because basically it will wipe out OBAs like the, the, the season year-end oh, it totally uh, tournaments. Well, it totally yeah. would. Like uh, you said, yeah. not enough oh, yeah. kids pitch. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, that's that's the thing. They're saying, well, you can roster up to 25. Sure you can. What are that's you going to do with the that's parents? That's great. You're, you're, <laughs> you're going to do, yeah. Like, you're not going to get those numbers of Delhi. And secondly, if you did have those numbers, mm-hmm. are you going to explain to those those parents that, hey, you know, Billy or, or you know, uh, uh, Angie, she's going to sit 50% of the games because you want to play, you know, you you, you want to play everybody, but you're not just not going to have the capacity to do it. So. Yeah. So if you do the numbers, like sure, you should, maybe you should roster twenty four. But again, you're not you're not going to get the buy in, and you may turn off a lot of kids because say I'm not. Why am I taking my kid to you know baseball if they're just sitting fifty percent of the time? Because yeah. that's what it will work out to be, right? Because you're gonna have twenty four kids. It's basically two rosters put together. Well, yeah, and it's so, like a senior team. <laughs> yeah. So then the the hiccup in all this is okay. So a kid's arm that's playing rep, um, you know, it's important. My my argument when I throw it back, and again, Baseball Ontario doesn't govern house league, so basically they govern rep, Baseball Ontario, PBLO, um, pay to play type, Great Lakes type stuff, yeah. and then now Select Ontario is kind of folded under their program, which basically a lot of people think it, when they hear Select, they think of the hockey program where you've got you know your rep team and your AE team, um, but it's not. It's basically house league. They're supposed to be house league kids, and they're they're like our basically they're us. So they're like in the city B, C, and D. Yeah. So you know they've got their A, double A, triple A, and all that, but they don't normally like Toronto wouldn't have a B or C, D team. So it's select got created. Yeah. So they folded under baseball Ontario now. So, but I I said okay. So now we're doing insurance. We're doing online registration for house league. Should we not be looking at arm care for house league players? And they're like, well, you know, we don't have jurisdiction there. And I'm like. Okay, I'm not saying that house league isn't competitive or the players aren't athletic, but there is a portion of kids that will just show up because it's house league. Yeah. Just show up. They've never thrown the ball all week. They just throw up, throw, you know, they're thrown into a game situation, and they're going to blow their arm out because they're not, they're not because uh, they're going to show up and just throw. Yeah, they're not being taught or they're not showing up to practice. Again, it's supposed to be fun. You move kids around and all that stuff, but. So why aren't we making the same rules for house league? Well, you know that's up for the affiliates to do. And I'm like, okay, well, why? You know, why are we rushing forward with this? Well, baseball Ontario is known for 10, 12 years. This, you know, we eventually had to get there, but you know they put it off for two years and they said, you know, that's enough time to, you know, to react. And I'm like, it's going to hurt. Like, it will hurt. It will hurt small centers like Delhi, um, yeah. Dover, um, numbers where they're just on the bubble. Mm-hmm. So we already don't have a rookie rep team because we just don't have the numbers. Um, I, I, can, I can see us not having a mosquito team next year, and a lot of centers not having a mosquito team next That's year unless they combine. Unless they combine, because they're just not going to have the pitchers. And again, when you're competing against hockey in the wintertime, you're not going to get a lot of kids unless 
Oh, exactly. You know, those uh, teams winter ball, unless those are the kids that aren't played hockey, like baseball is basically, they play baseball in the summer, they don't do anything in the winter, and the parents are prepared for them to, you know, get out to the gym and all that stuff. So yeah. it's going to be a huge struggle. Um, baseball Ontario, their response was, well, we're going to do some test tournaments to see how it works. Well, they did it. They did all the test tournaments for AAA. And I said, why would you do AAA test tournaments? And they said, well, to see if it works. I says, if you really want to see the impact, do it, host D tournaments or C tournaments. Yeah. See, see if those centers can actually can make actually it handle Sunday. it. Yeah. Can they can they make it to act like sure they could do really well Friday Saturday, but can they make it to Sunday with these new rules, or do they run out of pitchers? So. They're looking at possibly instead of doing like Labor Day, um, you know, OBA playoffs for BCD doing or like tournaments doing playoffs. So the last three weeks of August would be playoffs. Again, yeah. that's a lot of running around. Are that people is an prepared awful to lot do that? Yeah. So again, you know, like when I went to school up in Thunder Bay, like when people say they had to, you know, like, oh my God, I've got to, we've got to practice the Delhi kids. We got to practice in Langton. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, you go to Northern Ontario, you're driving for an hour to an arena. Yeah. Or, you know be happy with what we got here like 15 <laughs> minutes more down the road yeah. but you know you're gonna have you're gonna have parents say that and and uh i i, I kind of chuckle sometimes when 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 i hear people like lacrosse you got to travel they're yeah. like they travel to hockey you're traveling a lot in lacrosse too so so again like put it in perspective um doesn't you know, matter what sport you are it's well, the yeah, your longest yeah. trip's going to be over an hour yeah yeah yeah. So I, I'm hopeful that we can work our way through it in terms of the investment of what we've done with uh, working with kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's 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 going to be a wait and see thing because it's it's not going to go over well if you go to a tournament and then you have to forfeit because on Sunday you ran out of pitchers. And it's not going to be the kids' fault. It's not going to be the coaches' fault. It's just going to be a, a sheer numbers thing. It's the and, system. Uh, yeah. 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 And and when you run out of the numbers, you're done. There's exactly. nothing else you can do, type thing. So, so I'm hoping Baseball Ontario comes up with some type of compromise for B, C, or D. Yeah. Um, that that kind of grandfathers those centers in because I, I would hate to see uh, the backbone of baseball in Ontario is is from rural Ontario. Well, exactly. And, That's the small and, centers. You know. Yeah. Like sure, I'm sure you know everyone says well you know the parents that are in the city and they take the cream of the crop and you know they they make they have a higher income and you know they can afford to put their kid through winter ball and all that stuff but at the end of the day the true solid players are coming from the farms or from rural rural Ontario well even like, put, even if, look down the road to the and I always compared to senior ball or look at looking at senior ball look at all the centers that have senior ball teams they're all rural centers yeah. Like oh, yeah. your bigger, yeah. your bigger, your biggest center is what, like Thor- yeah. Thorold yeah. or Port Lambton, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I think this is going to be a. Uh, it, it will be interesting what happens next year. Um, I, I, you know, like we're happy where we are right now with Pee Wee up in Delhi. Yeah. But again, to get to get to have a Pee Wee team, we have to start. Realistically, we start in Mosquito. So if we lose our Mosquito. You know, like this. This is where we always struggle. The, the larger centers pick, yeah. pick our best, and then you know I don't want to play in Delhi anymore because I want to play in Simcoe or I want to play in Tilsonburg. I want to play in Ingersoll, or, or even worse, I want to play like I want to go outside the affiliate. I want to play yeah. in Brantford. I want to play for the Badgers, or 
you know, those types of things. And, and I've always argued that, you know, like what's, uh, what's our goal in Southern counties? What's our goal in Delhi? Yeah. Um, if we want kids to learn the sport, we want them to enjoy themselves. We want, we all, everybody would like to win, but, uh, I always get asked, like I always go through and I kind of add some stuff to the game changer summary of every game. And they go, Steve, why, why do you post on Facebook the games you lose? Because I'm thankful within, for it. <laughs> that's for that? sure. I'm thankful for that. That's yeah, for sure. But, but I, I, I look at it because there's always something special that happens in every game. I agree. There's always 100%. a women. There's a women winning moment in in every game. And you know, sure, we did really well this year. But you know, like when uh, we've had some blows, where like you know we're down 20, like years ago, we're down like by 22 runs, and and this year we've had some parents say like you know why don't you just back off a little bit i says we've been on the other side of the scoreboard or the scorebook yeah and other centers always laughed when they played delhi and took it to us Mm -mm. i said sometimes the cards get dealt differently so you know like we're not there to embarrass anyone or anything else like that we're not we're not that, that that great but at the end of the day let the kids have fun because some of those kids have been on the receiving end of those um, losses, yeah. you know what's what's happening in that game situation. So, but again, in every game that I've coached, there's always when we do a wrap up, there's always something that someone excelled at, and the kids get pumped about that. You know, oh, yeah. like hey, you know, like I stole like ten bases tonight. You know, we still lost by ten, but they stole ten bases. So we try and encourage that competitiveness type stuff, and, yeah. and then the kids are focused on the game itself. They're not focused on the score. Um, but you know, like winning Southern Counties, yeah, I was I was pretty proud. I'm not going to say that I, that I wasn't, but you know, through that whole tournament, if it would have gone the other way, uh, there there was winning moments in every game leading up to that championship game, and and awesome. you know, I could I I couldn't be proud, the parents couldn't be prouder, and you know, like that's that's well, even what you the community, yeah, like you said, the oh, the yeah. stands were packed all weekend long. It was oh, yeah. it was awesome. They sold to see. like they sold like 250 pounds of homemade fries. That's like, awesome. I, I think they had to go dig some more potatoes for Pacific <laughs> Farms just to, to supply them. Like, you know, that's 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 the other thing. Like, you know, yeah. Pacific Farms donating all those potatoes. You know, like Wilkinson's um, independent grocery there in Delhi. Like, you know, giving the buns and the hot dogs and all that stuff it costs. Like, that's great exposure. And that's that's why, you know, like the Fall Fest coming up after Labor Day. On the Saturday, we're going to do a few exhibition games. We did it last year. That was a lot of fun to watch. Oh, there was tons. So, you know, we're going to do some exhibition games. We're going to have a home run derby with slow pitch and, and regular baseball. Get people engaged because, Can I again, that, what's that? Oh, definitely. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but fall isn't like it was years ago, you know, when I was in high school, where, you know, basically you get slapped in the face with a cold tobacco leaf type thing. Fall, yeah. it, like until. Uh, I, this is the first time. Last year was the first time that I ever came home from Perry Sound hunting in November with my winter coat on. Previous okay. to that, I got pictures of closing camp in shorts. Yeah. You know, like the weather's changed, so you're, technically you could pay, you could play ball right till November. Oh heck yeah! Ninety yeah. percent of the time. So, so that's why we're we we're hoping to engage. Like we want to see what we've got coming up to midget now. So we've got a few players that are coming up from Bantam. So we're gonna have an exhibition game. Fred can kind of see what he's got to work with, you know, like what do we have to tweak, like let's look at our, our talent pool and stuff like that. But we had like this weekend, which I was so proud of, um, the Bantams went with, uh, four Bantams went up to OBAs in King Carden, uh yeah. last weekend, or like 
the weekend before that. Um, the the boys struggle. You know, yeah. it's it's uh, C. You know, it's not D. There's no D in in midget. Yeah. First game was. Um, um, I don't think there's enough whiskey in the world, so so <laughs> it was pretty it was pretty rough. Um, a couple of kids got hurt. The next day, all our bantams took to that field. Um, I said to Fred, uh, he said, "Can I use some some uh, some of your? Can they pitch?" And I said, "Sure." And I gave him the order. I said, "My boy's a closer." And my boy pitched. He started and he pitched the best four innings against men with beards and taller than me. I, I've never <laughs> been so proud. And his chest was sticking out. And I said, "That's you can do it." You know, exactly. I mean, don't be ner- like you can compete at this level, and that's that's all it takes. So you know, like we're hopefully to see. Okay, let's see what movement there is up, and then um, this weekend when we had Southern Counties, half that team, that midget team, was there. That's they, awesome. They got all they got all the kids' favorite songs. So when they walked up, they had songs, which <laughs> is awesome. new to me for baseball. Um, Ty maybe announced every kid going up. Um, we had scorekeepers up in the crow's nest. A couple of Walsingham boys came down that had played for us before, and they're like, are we having a team next year? I said, you're damn right we're having a team. All right, coach, let me know when you're doing tryouts. I'm going to be here. That's and awesome. that's what we want to hear. That's what it all boils down to. They were there supporting those kids that were, like, if we hadn't taken the Bantams up to King Carden with four players hurt, they would have had to forfeit. Yeah. So, you know, they they repaid the favor, and that's that's where I get, like, I'm really, like everyone says, well, you, you know, why why do you always say that baseball is, is like family? And I says, because it is. Because it is. You know, it, it just is. is. Yeah. yeah. Well, any sport is. But, yeah. you know, for me, baseball is just something that everyone can get involved with. Everyone can do that little bit to make the difference, even if they're cheering, you know, or they're sitting there, you know, watching the game or practice. We have so many people even just come to practice yeah. just from Delhi ride the bikes up or walk in See how and guys that are goes doing. a long way yeah. Yeah. so with the so. success of the team over the weekend uh, yeah. you guys have your OBAs where are they? they're in Exeter they're in Exeter yeah. so what are, yeah. the, what are the expectations this weekend? Um, I, I, I just, honestly I, I, I don't know I, I really don't know it depends on it, it, what I've said to the boys is that this, this, how we've approached baseball all summer and now in Southern counties is we've always been able to come back. But when you start playing a little better teams, you know, um, that's more difficult if you're not coming out of the gate right you gotta away. Got to get that quick so, start. Yeah, yeah. So we've talked about that. And we're having a, a meeting tomorrow night just to go over strategy and, and where we need to be. Um, if we come out of the gate strong, we'll we'll be strong. Pitching, I'm not worried about. Pitching, you know, like I've got 11 kids that can pitch like to 90, and I'm, you know, That's I'm not awesome. going to run out of pitchers. So it's just going to be for us um, in terms of hitting. Yeah. And and we somewhat struggled with not pitch or not. <laughs> we're doing fine with hitting those pitchers off those pitchers that are throwing like hard and fast. Yeah. The ones we're struggling with is. The lob ones, the yep. ones that lob the ball in, and we, it's harder to hit. like, we're, yeah, we're we're hitting, but they're not getting out of the infield. So yeah. we've worked on that the past couple practices in terms of waiting, you know, like not lunging towards the ball, mm-hmm. um, you know, moving a little bit, you know, moving that front forward, a foot forward for those outside pitches, so that you know you can you know sw- swing away and and get it in, uh, uh, you know, into the opposite field. So that's that's where we're going to struggle because I think that we've had. Um, we've had great success of coming back, but 
uh, the scores on those have been really low. So the first, like when in the second inning when we were playing Ingersoll this weekend in the championship, we were down by five. Normally we're down by two or three. We get to hold them. Yeah. Five is a big number. You know, five is a huge number in the sixth inning yep. to overcome. And you know, it was just a matter of of uh, them hitting. And uh, and we faced um, some the first couple pitchers we faced in Ingersoll. They were very off speed. You know. They were they were coming in on not an angle. They're coming in a in a lot, <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah. And then uh, a boy that I coached on All Star, uh, Ty Shapton. Uh, he's a peewee. He's a, he AP dot, and that kid can pitch. And I mean, he struck out quite a few of our players, but our players that like that, you know, down and fast, they were just smashing them. So you know, I felt somewhat bad for Ty. I said, yeah. you're not doing anything. You're throwing strikes. That's when all of a sudden your defense is falling apart. Well, exactly. um, so so they had a few injuries and they had to bring up some players and all that stuff. Like We stepped up at the right time. If the pitchers would have been reverse, I you know I think that if Ingersoll was up, they, they could have gone the other way in terms of us being able to, uh, to, to connect on those off-speed pitches or those lobs coming in. And it's hard to it's yeah. hard to coach for that, or it's hard to teach that because it's hard as a coach. It's or, hard to play. You know, hard to hit it yeah, in general. To be honest, yeah, so. to practice that because again, like basically, you've got a weaker pitcher that's just throwing it in and trying to get it across the plate. And you know, we had a few frustrating players come over and like, what the hell? That's not a strike. I says it's a strike all day long. It came in yeah. as a strike. You saw it as a lob, but it came in as a strike. So. So we've been working on that. That's that's going to be our biggest obstacle. Running the base bases, no one can touch us. Like yeah. I've I've never had a group of kids that love to steal and are aggressive like this. Now, mind you, we got a few little peck offs this year and or this on Sunday, not paying attention. You know what I mean? Like lulling to sleep and yeah. and you know the tie shaft and he he's pretty good. He just kind of wanders back to the rubber and you know he's kind of moving the dirt around. He's not on the rubber and he just about caught us a couple times. Yeah. So, you know, the base runner's looking at the scoreboard or waving at people or carrying on. Hey, the ball's live. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, like he's, he's lulled you to sleep thinking that he's not going to do anything. So, and this kid never had a tell. That's one thing that I've learned from Jason Mudd from Walsingham when I coached with him last yeah. year, that every pitcher has a tell. And that kid oh, is still yeah. cold. Yep. So, so I, th- I think that we're going to do well. You know, I don't want to jinx us. I'm knocking on wood right now that, uh, you know, We'll do well, um, but I'm pretty proud of where we are in terms of ending up where we were in the season and now with Southern Counties. And, and I think this is, of all the years, seven some years that I've coached, this, is, this will be the team. Um, this is the team that could come home with a ring on their finger. But That's pretty I'm not awesome. saying, you know, it's, it's hard to say, you know, until you see when you get up there because these are teams we've never faced before. Well, exactly, and, and you never know. Yeah, Baseball's and, a funny yeah. game, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And the the other thing is, um, we don't. Baseball Ontario doesn't use uh, household counts anymore. Yeah. They allow the affiliate to decide who's D. So you get an affiliate that's you know like really they're a C center. And they're like, well, we wanted to go D. Well, you know that can happen to you too. Like we've seen some pretty good teams over the years that OBAs where where you know they could have been a B. They could have easily been a B center. So how do you how do you overcome that, right? Yeah. Um, but I've always said to the kids, um, and that's why I really enjoyed the All Star All Star program and the kids coming up to watch the All Star. It's not the it's the third weekend in September in London and then one over outside of Toronto. 
um, just go up and watch because those yeah. kids are not they haven't been genetically modified they're the same age as you and they can play ball exactly so so what I found is that even in southern counties or you know Delhi over the years that we thrive on um, playing a better team yeah. we step up to that level whereas if you're playing a team that's lulling you to sleep or you know is really struggling well, make and mistakes. you get sloppy oh yeah yeah and you get cocky you know yeah. and I've said that before guys like you know just you know fine we've beaten this team you know all season and then all of a sudden like when we met, met Caledonia Major the last time and they had that picture I said you guys are going to have to dig deep because I says this guy's striking you out he's throwing heat and you guys can't touch it Oh, we normally hit, you know, the, we can hit fastballs. I says, no, there's no way you're touching this kid. Like, you know, I've never seen a kid throw so hard at that, that level. Like, they had to replace the catcher. The catcher <laughs> said, I can't catch. My hand hurts. So, That's crazy. So everyone's like, okay, well, hopefully he gets to 90. Because he did throw a lot of junk, too. So, yeah. and again, that gets down to a numbers game, right? So, well, exactly. uh, no, I, I'm confident, and I, I think that, you know, whatever the boys do, they're going to make their town proud. And that's that's all I can ask. So, and then we, then, then. After we're done Labor Day, we start all over again, right? And exactly. Then, and then where we can see where we can go, and you know, from 20, 20 years down the road, when it comes to Labor Day again, we start all over again, and that's that's what I want to see. I want to see Delhi Minor Ball continue to grow, and hold its own, and then uh, uh, rebuild itself so that we have all levels that we can offer, like you say, junior, senior, you know, from exactly. rookie all the way up. Um, so I, I'm 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 uh, pretty proud of of all the people that you know pulled together and over the past seven years and and really really stepped up and they really bought into the um, the long term vision of of where we wanted to go and you know we're almost there and That's you know awesome. this weekend we'll tell if we're we're just about there or maybe we're there <laughs> and uh, you know again to win Southern Counties is a big is, is a big thing for us because you know there was five teams in the loop it wasn't like before where you had you know, two teams or, you know, yeah. uh, two teams and a flock team or a house, part-time house league team. These were all, all five teams um, were rep teams. They're strong, strong rep teams. So that made it more interesting all year. So, well, it makes, the, it makes uh, it that much better, right? It makes oh, yeah. sweeter. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, so, we'll, you know, we're, we're hopeful that uh, um, we've put in, uh, like, from in terms of investment back into Delhi Minor Ball, um, you know, we said, okay, thank you, thank you to Norfolk County for putting in the new lights, okay, but <laughs> here's our 10-year capital. This yeah. is, so we have a plan now, we've submitted to community service and said, this is what we're prepared to fundraise for, you know, That's in terms awesome. of scoreboard. This is what we're prepared. These Within the 10 years, we want that gravel gone. Um, and I think we need that, and I think that engagement is needed across Norfolk County for all our sports facilities. Totally um, agree. Because again, and again, we won't go off onto the the, the tangent of the hub and, and centralization. Um, at the end of the day, you need those diamonds like Walsingham and Delhi to feed into the. If say you ever did have like a Norfolk County All Star team or something like that, that would play out of a larger center or a centralized center. Um, because again, I've always I've always believed that the further you're away from your demographic the more kids that you lose. So if we can continue to offer, you know, baseball in Walsingham, Delhi, you know, oh, exactly. Port Dover, um, that's going to be the feeder programs for a bigger thing, a, a, a bigger program um, down the road. And, and uh, you know, that's why, you know, I've said to the county, like, we want we want a plan. Like, yeah. been, that diamond's been there since the 30s. So we want some investment. And, and we're not saying that we want everything at once, 
but let's let's build so that the kids and the parents are proud of what they've got and they'll take care of it um, but you know if you're if you're just going to say well the lights have been put up and you know we're not you know we've we've done our part for the next 25 years well you, you've wasted your money because you know the kids will just slowly disappear as things you know as things start to fall apart and and you know things aren't cleaned up so you know that's why i've always said a can of paint with volunteers you build ownership in that facility and that's what you want you don't want to take away from the god you know the county employees work and stuff like that but at the end of the day there's always more to do in the county and if you can build a sense of of ownership within your baseball family um they're going to take care of it um they're going to invest more time themselves they're going to see opportunities and say, hey, like, you know, those bat racks, I, you know, I work at a machine shop. They're looking pretty ratty. I'm going to build some. Okay, perfect. You know, yeah. and then, you know, put your company label on it. Those types of things, that's what we need to culture because at the end of the day, not everything is going to be able to be paid for by the taxpayer in Norfolk. So those are the things you pick and choose in terms of, like, what we've laid out with the 10-year capital with Norfolk County. This is what we're going to do. This is what we'd like you to do. But we're going to help you. You tell us how much help you need. Well, it's, a great, hope, it's hope. a great template, that's for sure, for oh, other communities. Yeah, exactly. And it's engagement, right? Like yeah. At the end of the day, like I, when I worked for community services, we were in forestry and cemeteries. Everyone was like, how's that under community services? Well, 90% of my job in forestry and 99% of my job in cemetery was, was engaging the community. So, you know, the community services uh, is there to serve the community. That's, that's what the department's called. So how can you how how can you do that better, and how can you make as an employee how can you make your life easier and a counselor's or counselor's life easily yeah. easier? Uh, you do that by engaging the community. Unfortunately, we don't have the kinsmen or the lions, you know, optimist. All those 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 service, service clubs clubs, yeah. that have gone by the wayside, and and I still swear that when they put that forty hours a week work thing in high school kids honestly believe if they do 40 hours a week that's all they have to do for the rest of their life more <laughs> kids work yeah i've had more kids work at the canteen and they'll be like i only need a half hour i'm only here for a half hour well years ago like i was a lions member before del del Hyde's, uh, uh, lions uh, folded there but it, it, this that's what built all this stuff yeah you know it's it's not called the it's not. It's not called the. Yeah, um, it's not called the uh, Kinsman Community Center for nothing, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. So well, you know, again, so if you if you can get the buy-in in terms of your service clubs are now your your baseball associations, right? Exactly. Um, your ser- your service clubs are now the hockey association. They're going to be the ones that you have to engage in terms of if you want to do fundraising or if you want to get something off the ground type thing. So it's not it's not going to be the you know the the old boys club or you know the mixed clubs service clubs that you know are are hanging on by by a thread to exist you know with average yeah, yeah. membership of seventy five or eighty. Um, where you need to look at is how do we engage the community in terms of the power that they have, and I think this, the, that solution is you engage, engage your minor sports associations because mm-hmm. they have the numbers, they have the interests, they 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 you can culture a sense of ownership. Um, that's what I think the county that's the missing piece that needs to be built right now, and I, I think that the the council's on the right path there. I think that the staff are on the right path, and I think everyone's realizing that. Um, relying on the county to do everything for you is making it worse no because i agree there's just not enough money and there's not enough staff time to do it well and, and, and like i said that's why i think 
your like a, a template that you guys have kind of uh, churned out that yeah. uh, that really is setting a table or setting an example for the rest of the county. Oh yeah, definitely. And I and I think that that uh, um, it helps them. You know what I mean? It helps staff. So uh, yeah. Well, thank yeah. you very much, Steve. I really appreciate yeah, no uh, the yeah. chat and man. Well, hopefully, hopefully, I'm not too long-winded. I'll tell you a very short story. <laughs> uh, when you're a coach now in, in Ontario, uh, baseball, well, basically any sport right now, but baseball Ontario, you basically, if you wanted to coach Bantam in, in Ontario, you'd have to take basically five weekends of courses, yeah, and then be audited. So I had to practice audit. And you know me, a lot of people know me, so you can imagine what the comment that came back. Steve, you talk, Steve, you talk too much. So, so, anyway, so I said, okay, I'm going to try really hard. And, and, and this weekend, they were like, is there something wrong with Steve? Why isn't he talking? So I said, screw this. I'm talking just as much as I used to. That's awesome. But, yeah. yeah. So I really appreciate you guys, uh, you doing this this podcast stuff because I, I find it very interesting. I think it's reaching out to, to the right people. It's showcasing some really cool stuff. Yeah, and, I really appreciate uh, that. I think hats off, hats off to you, definitely. Oh, so, thanks a lot, yeah. Steve. And yeah, we'll keep no it going, that's for sure. We'll keep it yeah, going and yeah, hopefully yeah. grow it even bigger. Yeah, yeah. Well, good yeah. luck this weekend and uh, okay. we might have you on again. I, okay. I, th I okay. think we might have to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Good okay, luck. Thank you very much, sir. Take care. Take care. Bye. Shoutouts. The first big shoutout goes out to the Norfolk County Roller Derby team. With two big wins on home turf on the weekend, the local roller derby team captured the Southern Ontario Derby Association B Division title. This capped off an amazing season for this group of women that also saw them featured in a documentary for Eastlink TV called Down and Derby. I was hoping to have someone from the team on the show this week. Hopefully we can make that happen after the long weekend. A huge shout out goes out to the Simcoe Giants Pee Wee Tier 1 team. This group of kids were in Toronto playing at the CNE tournament and lost in the semifinal to the Mississauga North AAA team. The Giants were exactly that in this tournament, finishing fourth in a 32 team tournament featuring some of the best single A, double A and triple A teams in the province. Finally, a shout-out goes out to the Six Nations Riverman. This lacrosse team is currently in Kanawaki, Quebec, and are undefeated so far in the President's Cup Tournament, where they're battling it out for the Canadian Senior B title. Good luck this weekend, guys. Well, it looks like that's all the time we have for this week. Thank you so much for listening. It really is appreciated. Make sure to go to the Facebook page, and then like and share it with your friends so we can keep this thing growing. Have a great long weekend. I am Gerald Smart, and I will talk to you later.